0: Hey guys, this is Aisha Shelton.
1: And this is Kevin Shelton.
0: Welcome back to the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. Hello, everybody. Today is 2-22. 2, two, 22.
1: two, two 22. It's not. <laughs>
0: but
1: that is an interesting date. It is an right? interesting date. 2, two, two, two 20,
0: 22. Oh, I said it wrong, didn't
1: I? No, you said 2 twenty two, 22, which is still the same thing, but it's one more 2 in that too. 2 2 two twenty. Twenty two.
0: But I missed a date. Two two 22.
1: I mean sometimes people abbreviate the dates. It could be two two twenty
0: two. It was it was wrong. Two two twenty two two thousand twenty two. Never mind. It was a really good day yesterday for something astrological.
1: There was a baby born in room two on the second floor at two PM at two two twenty two. It was in the uh, Guinness World Book of Records.
0: Oh that's cool. I mean
1: crazy what other
0: good what other cool things happened on 2222
1: uh what else because
0: what else, what else you always got random facts so i know you got stuff
1: it was just yesterday <laughs> it hasn't been long enough to i know
0: finish. so i was i saw stuff on social media nonetheless about you know, it's queen
1: died i don't know if she died who died queen elizabeth
0: what yeah who else died
1: probably lots of people <laughs>
0: That's not funny, I mean it's true that is not funny, oh man, she died on two two twenty two
1: I don't know if it was two two twenty two but I know she died like yesterday or the day before
0: yesterday was two two twenty two
1: or that's before the that's when it came out, oh, okay, I don't know if she died yesterday or if they delayed the notification, so, so it could be going. on
0: two two twenty two
1: I don't know about that. I know that it didn't <laughs> come out till yesterday. I, they typically do hold back the news so that they can enact their plans over there. Got it. That's fair. So, I
0: don't know. That makes sense. We can
1: say it, though. She died on 2222. We, we can't, just don't know that. We don't. Right. We don't know. Okay, Ain't so. Anybody listen to this podcast on the <laughs> Queens side? <laughs> queen do the fuck.
0: Yeah, she might. Oh, well, F-bomb. not anymore.
1: F-bomb. Put that back in my
0: pocket. Put it in your pocket. Um it's not twenty two today but yesterday was and that was kind of two,
1: two, two.
0: oh you saw it
1: i just saw the, the good song. luck no. because...
0: <laughs> so is is it is it luck is your success can it be attributed to luck or what do you attribute your success to
1: the harder i work the luckier i get
0: oh that's not always true though. That is true. You could be the best darn fry maker at McDonald's just because you work hard doesn't mean you gonna be the CEO of McDonald's.
1: Here's the thing about
0: that. All right, break it down.
1: There's hard work and then there's just working. Some people <laughs> just be working.
0: They might be working hard at what they do.
1: There's a difference. Hard work and working hard two different things. Some people just be working hard, they don't hard work. That's a different thing. And I'm not knocking fry makers at McDonald's, but anybody who's that good on fries and anticipating the next like drop and whatever, (laughs) wouldn't be on fries very long. Anticipating the next- I'll give you an example. I went to Starbucks this morning. And when I went to Starbucks, they made my drink wrong. So I brought it back in the door. The second I walked through the door, which turned out to be the manager but she was like oh uh I don't like people walking in with their drinks that means we did something wrong mm. she personally corrected my drink mm-hmm. personally told me why you know she's like oh they changed the menu blah 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 got it whatever but her service was exemplary and i had to think to myself i was like man every time i encounter like somebody who works in retail or service that has excellent service mm-hmm. i'm like why do you work here And what you realize is the reason you see so few of those people and you never see them in the same place for long is because they rise above whatever role they're currently working in because they are really good. Yeah. So if somebody was really good on fries, they ain't going to be on fries long. They're going to be the manager here soon.
0: Okay, I'll take it. So um, we're on the tail end of Black History Month. That's true. (laughs) Um, One of the conversations that we've been having um, and you can stop me if you, if you're not comfortable in having this conversation, but the difference between success with, um, African-Americans in real estate or minorities in real estate and, uh, Caucasians in real estate, is that what we call it? Yeah. Okay. Um, so what do you think, do you, what do you think we have to do differently or what are some of the differences in what we do that I've heard you say before it comes so much easier?
1: no it's it's not that the actual work comes so so much easier actually we work much harder than a lot of other groups okay. i think the reality situation is it's access to opportunities and benefit of the doubt so as blacks in real estate we have far less opportunity from a capital standpoint mm-hmm. and we don't get as much benefit of the doubt so there was a, a newspaper article a couple of weeks ago about a, a doctor who just started her career walked to the bank was through big check and they called the cops on her. Mm-hmm.
0: It was her in Sugarland. Scrubs, it was like, in yeah, yes.
1: Well, why would you doubt that somebody walking into a bank with scrubs was lying about something? Mm-hmm. That's benefit of the doubt, right? Right. So the the difference between blacks in real estate and other people in real estate, I'll say other people, other people, just, because it's not just a, a white thing. Okay, um, is we have far less benefit of the doubt. So whatever transaction size, buying something, all the things that come with real estate, it's hard to believe it coming from us. And even when people see us, the biggest question people ask us is it's just y'all like, it's just y'all doing this. Right. Who, who's this unseen other force? right? Um, Because it's hard to believe. The only reason it's hard to believe is because there's an inherent um, prejudice that comes with our race. Now, that just is what it is. There's no point in like crying about it, but it's something to work around. Sure. if I was white, if I had a white face, we wouldn't be on this podcast. Our <laughs> business would have blown up so big, we would not have the time.
0: We barely have the time of this podcast right now.
1: Well, that means we're doing real good and we're working real hard. We are. But the reality of the situation is we could work far less if we had different skin and especially with our backgrounds. We would have gone twice as far, half as fast, mm. or twice twice,
0: twice as far, far, twice as fast. Twice as far, twice as fast. Okay. Two, two, what two, about two, 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 twenty, two, 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 two? Um, what about with financing? What kind of obstacles have we come across in financing, and what do you think those are attributed to?
1: Um, I think it's a couple of things. So, in financing, it's very much the area. Uh, mm-hmm. that we we operate in yep. which is a historic black area so if that's a thing uh it is a, a part of our background and, and race that's definitely a thing mm-hmm. um and it's also there's there's an inherent disbelief in well i just said you know our background or whatever but there's mm-hmm. an inherent disbelief in black people having the ability to execute on a high level. Mm. Um so, really? mm-hmm, a thousand percent. Interesting. And I'm I've experienced that in my career. Like I've met people along the path and what you find is there's there's two types of black folks in corporate America. Right or two main <laughs> types. And I'm I'm gonna super duper um what do you call it when you generalize. I'm a super generalized generalize, so okay. forgive me. There's Overachievers, like high achievers, mm-hmm. and then there's bluffers,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? There's people who work real hard because they know they they're gonna be doubted, so they work extra hard to always make sure they know this stuff and they're on top of it. And then there's people who fake in the funk so hard that they always make it seem like they're doing more than they're actually doing, mm-hmm. right? So every time you talk to them, it's like, oh yeah, man, I'm about to da 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 da. Oh yeah, man, I just came from, I just did, and it's always a story yeah and then overachievers get results but the problem is they work so hard that a lot of times they get caught in the weeds of it all you know what i mean like we get overlooked for lack of touting our own abilities Mm -hmm. versus somebody who doesn't really have the abilities but touts anyway and that's the difference you see what i'm saying like a bluffer gonna go yeah man i just closed a million dollar deal (laughs) <laughs> and have every expectation that the next million dollar deal is going to come compared to the person who I did a nine hundred ninety nine thousand dollar deal. But I was a thousand dollars short. So I can't say I did a million dollar deal. Nah, I've done a nine hundred thousand dollar deal. And then now I'm doubting myself on. Well, can I do a million dollar deal when it's only that thousand dollar difference? But we're so hard on ourselves that little bit of gap between what we're accomplishing and where we want to go and that's it's it's um imposter syndrome is a, a big struggle with that so yeah that oh so you asked me a whole question i gave you a whole outside of your question <laughs> hmm. i don't i
0: don't I'm remember what the question was well, your
1: question was what do you think um what our struggles have been uh in financing so oh you got another like, answer well i just say all that <laughs> like to say so when we get in the spaces where we need access to things like capital or banks we got to overprove our concept mm-hmm. or we don't have an actual concept at all yeah and it's one of the two but either way it leaves us out
0: here's one of the things that i wanted to talk about like um it's so sexy to invest in your neighborhood and give back, you know, go back to the hood and give back and do all of these great things. But nobody hardly ever talks about the barriers that come with that. Right. Mm -hmm. Because first and foremost, we're a business and we get into business so that we can make money, right? And if we're not in business to make money, then we're a nonprofit. And there are nonprofits. We do work with nonprofits that do what we do mm-hmm. in the neighborhood that we do it in and they are not for profit. The business model is completely different than what ours is. But you know, it's it's really, 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 really shiny to buy the block, invest in a neighborhood, you know. what are some of the obstacles that we're experiencing and i'll tell you even back in our just as investor days where we were doing fix and flips we would do that we would go into our neighborhood we saw the value Mm -hmm. because we see the value in our people and the people in the neighborhood and know that they deserve a quality product you know what i mean a beautiful home quality product and we would go in and do that with the right heart you know what i mean and just get our legs cut off at let's just say appraisal Right. And so now we are stuck with this very beautiful house that we put all of this love care into. And what we have is a deficit, which is a problem as a business. It's a problem as a business to have a deficit. Right. So you got
1: a win on the tax. Go ahead.
0: I, I I, you now I'm, I'm speechless i'm sorry but i saw the text money on the text. i saw the text as that's well right there. i saw the text and i didn't read it because we were in the whole middle of a podcast Ooh, i'm
1: sorry Ooh, that check just hit me the chest.
0: all right okay well that's good i can't wait to read the message maybe i won't wait until after
1: check for you in that message
0: that is beautiful too thank you
1: Sometimes it, rains, sometimes it
0: rains and now i'm speechless see what happens it's like either you, you ruining talk. my i'm i it. cannot
1: yes you can what am i talking through no no you were talking about when we were flipping it was hard to get the values we do this big beautiful house and then we would be left holding the bag because people do some work. congratulations on the money kevin Congratulations to you, too.
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ. Okay, And so anyway, we would be giving back to the community and we'd be, you know, black builders giving, you know, renovating beautiful homes as we were in our renovation days, renovating beautiful homes in our neighborhood. And as a business owner, look, I still have a family and a mortgage. And so when I'm having these issues, um, it it begins to either not make sense or we have to do something different. And it's so hard because other people will come into our community and i'm not speaking about any particular race i'm saying everybody but us okay so i'm i'm talking about clearly everybody but us they'll come into our communities they buy the homes and renovate them to the most minimal standards right um and then put it up for lease for our people to move into and we didn't really like that but we also didn't understand the game (laughs)
1: well i I don't know if it's it's not that we didn't understand the game
0: Mm, the game crept up on i think we understood it better afterwards
1: definitely we understood what the game values after because the the problem with that is it's a delicate dance between value created and valuable in the market and you have to pick where you want to be because i can't live behind a subpar product no and, even if it's
0: and that's why Park Street Homes is what Park Street Home is because you build a quality product and you can't not build a quality product okay. so what that turned into so us as flippers specifically yeah. wanting to work in the neighborhoods that we work in and give back in the neighborhoods that we give back in instead of Kevin changing his standards yep. to meet what the minimum is for everybody else literally the bare minimum we had to change the game plan and say okay we, we still want to work in this area because we see the value in the people we see the value in the property yep. and we see the value in the area yep. right which most people won't and we did that but we just had to do that in a different way
1: yeah I think you know it's, it's literally a situation where everybody else was playing football and when we played football it didn't work so we started playing hockey now here's where God comes in we turned the whole neighborhood into an ice rink that's true on
0: You're not supposed to curse.
1: Well, the reality of the situation is, you know, I'm thankful more than anything because um, on our new construction product, the value was there and we've been able to do really well in the market. Um, So the theories behind does the community value it has held true. Mm -hmm. Now, do the other folks, the financial institutions, the appraisers or whatever, did they value what we were doing to restore the community? No. Right. But are they have they have to value the new development because there's nothing like it. So establishing a market now you can't do anything but respect it. And that's the difference. I think it's it's very much like what Tyler Perry was saying is, you know, folks go out to L.A. and and try to sit at somebody else's table and you got to build your own. Mm -hmm. We had to build our own in the community Mm -hmm. in order to sustain our business. Yeah. now there's a lot to that too because we could have just went to another side of town and did the same thing and made money. So I think we've learned the lesson I've learned and I'll just speak for me.
0: Go ahead. Look at you using the eye in the most appropriate time. There we go.
1: I'll I'll just speak for me. I've learned to be open to whatever those other opportunities are yep. because what I recognize is um while you could make money at home, sometimes you got to go away to make money too. And it's almost like working a job. And I guess I've had to look at it like that. If you work for a company for years and years, all you'll get is that 3% raise, mm-hmm. 3%, you know, 3%, 3%, 3%. But if you leave that company and you go to another company, then you get the big jumps. Yep. And even if you come back to the company you originally worked for, now they got to pay you at whatever rate mm-hmm. you're at from that, that other company. But sometimes you got to leave to come back and be valued.
0: That's true. That's true. It's true. Um, yeah, I think that, um, in this market and in this community, um, we lead with heart. Yeah. Um, and we led with heart when we first started out, um, and soon recognize that it takes a little bit more than heart. It takes money <laughs> <Not yet. laughs> and strategy. Right. Um, and so, we have to make sure that because when we talk about going to different neighborhoods now, I'm like, man, if we just pick this house up and put it in a different and neighborhood, honestly, that's what
1: everybody told us. They'd be like, "Can you do this?" Right. Like we want to be right, right, because uh, we don't want to be here. And I think that you know. That's a pride thing. It's like you want people to see the value and where you've chosen to put the value. That's a
0: your pride thing, because honestly, now that I think about it, I'm like, maybe we can get the girls to put their feelers out for land in particular areas and give it a try somewhere else. Oh, sure. I, I mean, would love now that.
1: We're, now we're open to that. I think, you know, we... Uh,
0: I think it was low-hanging fruit, honestly. I think we knew how to do, we know the That's area, we true. knew how to do, we knew what to knew appeal that. to in this product. market, but I think it's time for a challenge, and I think it's time we take that Park Street product and put it in a place where we can get double the profit.
1: I mean, we're already doing it. True. So the reality of the situation is we already got products coming in other sides. of town. That's the exciting part is through growth, through partnership, through scale, you're able to achieve the results you wouldn't be able to do on your own yeah so you know i i think that everybody goes through that journey in their business where they got to find a sweet spot between what works and what doesn't yeah and what works for them and then you have to be around a supportive community to help you whether it's pick you up when you fail or you know build you up when you get there um so when you get to that place where you can just recognize hey Maybe I don't have it all figured out. Maybe I need to try something different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important to be able to pivot instead of panic, like you always say. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm happy that we did that. I'm happy that uh, I'll take the eye back. I did that uh, and that you encouraged that. And now we are you know, where we are from a company standpoint.
0: That's true. I don't know what two two twenty two twenty two had to do with this conversation, but
1: But we spent four minutes talking about <laughs> two two This has
0: been the marriage and real estate podcast.
1: Yeah.